Yo, 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 we back at it again. You know, it's your boy Ray. Ray from Ray Ray's podcast coming live from the 10th floor of Hello Studios in the beautiful downtown Dallas. Thank you for rocking with your boy one more time. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you for all the love and support. Continue to smash that like and subscribe button. Continue to follow us. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. We got to give a shout out to all of our sponsors out there. Shout out to Lyrically Correct. That's the lyric trivia card game. You think you know your lyrics. You think you know your music, your 90s, 2000s, hip-hop, R&B. Go to lyricallycorrect.com. Put in promo code RayRay23. You can save 20% all the different copies they have of Lyrically Correct. Then also we got to shout out Lit Vacations. You're trying to play in that next bachelor or bachelorette party. That destination wedding, that family reunion, that homie trip, the ladies trip. Hit up Lit Vacations. Ask for the guy Austin. He's going to take care of you. He's going to give you the best group breaks possible. You know, every year they sponsor a trip for Ray Ray's podcast. So this year we are going to the DR. So if that's something you're interested in, hit up my guy Austin. Tell him, hey, I heard about this DR trip for Ray Ray's podcast. Great trip for you to network, meet people, lifelong friends. So LitVacations.com. Or if you need some power washing needs, hit up Elite Pro Power Washing. They, they got you taken care of. You know, tell them Ray from Ray Ray's podcast got you. Bet. So if you're a first-time viewer or listener to Ray Ray's podcast, just so you know, we like to start off the show with positive words. Just in case someone's having a bad day, bad week, bad month, whatever it is, we're going to restart that right now, okay? So tell yourself, just in case if no one told you today, I just want you to know that you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason. Hey, you're stronger than you think. Whatever it is you're going through right now, you're going to get through this. See, here on my show, Ray Ray's Podcast, I'm glad that you're alive and don't give up. So when you keep those positive words in your mind, those hard situations pull up on you, remember, I am who I say I am. I can do what I say I can do. Bet. Let's talk about today's guest we got in the building, man. We we got we got a good one in the building today, man. Legend in the Triple D. Man, y'all call him Mr. 6-3. Mr. Ice Cream Paint Job. DeRoe Music himself. Shout out to the man DeRoe in the building, man. What's up, man? How hey, you doing? What's up with it? I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming in, rocking up with us one time on Ray's podcast. We greatly appreciate that. We know you probably got a busy schedule and whatnot, so you took time out your day to come rock with us. We greatly appreciate that, man. So what's been going on with you, fam? Man, just working. Like you say, busy schedules, working, you know, putting it all together. You started off the new year good. You know, we in full motion. You know, 2024, you know, it's that mamba year. Got to have that mama mentality, Shout you know what I'm saying? Mamba, we got to make sure, you know, everything's a go, you know what I'm saying? In the words of French Montana, you know, we, we got to get to it, man. Again, you know what I'm saying? You done done a bunch of amazing things in your career so far. So we're going to touch on all the stuff you've done, all the things you're working on right now, and what we got planned in the future. So for those people who don't know who Mr. 6'3 is, 
talk to the tell the people about you, you know, how you got started, where you from, and how you became the road. Uh, you know, I'm from Dallas, Texas, you know, born and raised. Uh, I mean, you know, it's really hard for me to just speak on myself and put it all in that there. But, yeah, I'm, you know, person that grew up in the city. Obviously, I do music. You know, I don't like to just call myself a rapper, but I mean, I'm a rapper. You know, I started off playing ball, you know, uh, making a name in the city in different ways through sports. Uh, went to Lancaster High School, graduated, went to PV, made a name, both doing music. You know, signed a, a deal at 22 years old. You know, and just been and been rocking ever since on the rap. That's the short version of it. <laughs> he said that's the short version of yeah. it. Because if I remember right, when, when you know you won the freestyle con- contest they used to have, right? Was it on K104, right? Yeah, I, man, I was winning a lot of stuff back then. You know, contests, you know, songs, freestyles, uh, just everything that I was doing at that time coming up I just used to put my hands in everything you know for me it was about me getting my music heard and whatever I had to do to do that you know that's what I did you know what I'm saying so I looked at everything as just getting getting exposure and getting in front of people so I just used every opportunity I could find and did that and I was able to win some stuff along the way man when 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 was it that you realized like yo I'm a good fucking rapper I can go I can spit because at some point it had to click your head like yo I I think I got something here. When was that for you, bro? I mean, honestly, at the gate, it was. I knew I had the it, it factor at the gate because I had, I was in high school and I was able to stop working at McDonald's and FedEx because I was selling CDs and yeah. I had people, you know, riding around, you know, my hood, you know, the city, listening to my music that you know we didn't even record in studios at the time and you know people playing my music at the basketball games, and we running out to them. And I, I came out immediately with that because I, I started off as a real fan to hip-hop, and I and I was a real fan of Texas culture. So I already knew what I liked. You know what I'm saying? So when I started rapping, I would just do the stuff that I liked and that I learned from, you know, not even say learned from other artists, but the stuff that made me fall in love with music and the stuff that made me actually go listen to different rappers and mixtapes, I started off doing that. These things, that, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard for me to put that in words, but I came out with that type of confidence, and I, and I, from day one, it was one of those type things. But it was another level of that, you know, when I got the PV, when I got the PV and I, you know, I made a name and I was moving a lot of mixtape and I was that guy, you know what I'm saying, on the campus and, you know, I was rapping and everybody was, you know what I'm saying, was really riled up behind me. You know, I had came across a DJ that became my DJ. You know, shout out to DJ Merck. You know, we started pressing up real official mixtapes that started going into stores and stuff in Houston and Dallas. And, you know, I remember just one day seeing my name on the back of the CD that I had did all these freestyles to. And, like, it was one of the hottest mixtapes that was at the time. And just looking at that, that's when I was like, okay, that's I'm, I'm officially a rapper now. Like, this for real. You know what I'm saying? My name next to Slim Thug and... And, and, and Paul Wall, and, and you know what I'm saying, even rappers that wasn't from Texas, you know what I'm saying, and, and this, and this on these mixtapes that people are actually spending money for. You know what I'm saying? It's different, you know, when people like you and they saying they support you, but it's another thing when people pulling up trying to buy your stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and book you for little shows, and that's when it became real. Man. 
So you, you touched on a couple of things there I, I want to ask you on. First off, you talk about, you know, the Texas culture that kind of inspired you. I want to talk to you about some people in Texas and some Texas music that inspired you. That's one question. And uh, secondly, I want to talk about, you know, kind of how the times have changed, how it was important back in the day to push those CDs and get your stuff on the radio. Now you could be a hot artist without having not one song on the radio. So let's talk about those two different things. Uh, I mean, you, you, you said it. Like, back then it was more about the grind. It was more about, you know, people had to discover you. You get what I'm saying? Like, you had to, you know, internet wasn't what it was now, so you had to be on CDs and you had to pull up and pull up the stores and pull up to actual people and, you know, pop your trunk and sell CDs and go around and go to clubs and be in, in real life and you had to really sway people. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, in real life and in real time. You know, you know, you some people, you know, you had to come through the freestyle. It was a lot of different ways to do it then, and you had to do it that way. Now you can get in front of a camera and, you know, do one thing, and it could go viral, and you can be, you know, on like that. And they all got pros and cons. Like, I like both worlds, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I didn't experience both, you know. Uh, I like stuff about, you know, that culture where I come from, and I like stuff about this, this new world and how it's going. You know, I try and combine the two. You know, uh, but ultimately, you know, it's a balance. You get what I'm saying? You got to be able to, to, you can't just live on one spectrum. You get what I'm saying? If yeah. you, you can't be stuck in your ways and doing something like that, how it used to be, but then you can't not understand that that stuff is still important. You get what I'm saying? So it's just, for me, it's just mixing it up and doing what I feel, you know, feels right when I'm doing it. Man, because I know there's still people out there, they still slanking CDs. Shout out to our yeah. boy uh, G Lo, George yeah. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Still and, got T Town music. And, and one thing I will say about the people that's slanging CDs and the people that still, if you, the people who's buying CDs still and still, like, they're really, you know, uh, supporting the people that they're listening to. It's a different feeling, like, because when you go buy a physical thing and you actually get up out your, say you're at home, something come out and you put some clothes on, drive up the street and go get it. You got a different type of attachment to that. Yeah. That's with anything. You know what I'm saying? Versus you just, oh, this came out and you click a button on your phone and you it's just different. Yeah. Both of them can be effective, but yeah, you know, you can't like I say, the people who support those people that's doing that, you'll be surprised that like that's that's it's a strength there. You feel me? Facts. Facts. So, you know, we all know you had some you know, had some monster hits, bro. You know, walk that walk, ice cream paint job. A uh, bunch, bunch of number hits. So, let's talk about Ice Cream Paint Job. When did you know that was a monster? Uh, and how did that become a monster? Ice Cream Paint Job was on the heels of a lot of stuff. Like, by the time Ice Cream Paint Job came out, I was on fire in the South in general. Like, I had, I really took the tears. I started off mixtape rapper, hometown small area and becoming that guy there, right? Then getting to, you know, PV, big campus, or at least to me, two cities combined, Dallas and Houston and a lot of surrounding areas and people from all over the place had to come up. And, you, you know, when I leave high school and go to PV, I don't have no name at PV. Uh, it's a new, whole new, clean slate. Yeah. So I had to redo the same thing and, boom, come up in that thing, a mixtape rapper. Then I see the game change to where the biggest artists and the songs in the country and in the world are these singles. These singles that's 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 like bops, catchy records. 
that I hadn't at this time learned how to make it. Yeah. I was just a mixtape rapper. People knew me for my rawness. You know, I was a raw rapper. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I was who I was. I wasn't imitating nobody. You know what I'm saying? I had my own voice, my own. I wasn't, like, projecting the rapper. I was just me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I came out like that. People liked it that. But then it was this other element that I didn't have. Like, okay, these these rappers, these, they making singles. They making stuff that's really getting played in the clubs and radio, and I don't got that yet. Yeah. I had to learn that. I learned that phase, did that. I ended up making walk that walk. You know, I was inspired by the PV culture and the sorority and stuff. I was like, if I can make something, because they was getting stuff popping. Like, if they was dancing to some whatever music, it was popping. So my mindset was like, okay, I need to make something that they going to actually like. I ended up making walk that walk. They loved it. They blew it up. We made Holly Berry at PV, the original one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with, with uh, what's my guy? Uh, Superstar. Superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. Aquafina, too. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so we made that. We did that PV. It was a lot of other stuff, a lot of other big songs, The Muscle, Caramel Sunday, a lot of stuff that really propelled. This all pre-ice cream paint job. By this time, these records get popping. I'm popping in not just Texas. I'm popping in the whole South now, the region, you know what I'm saying, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Louisiana, Kansas. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing shows all over these, so I'm in this motion now. Now I'm that guy in the South, you know what I'm saying, You know, even all the way to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So we're doing that. Out the hills of that ice cream paint job come. It's just I'm in emotion. I'm hot on MySpace. I'm like the number two rapper on MySpace. Soldier Boy was number one at this time. The second biggest page on MySpace was me. You know what I'm saying? So I got all this. This was viral at this time. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be equivalent to being the biggest TikTok rapper right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> for those who don't understand that, that's what they're Yeah, for one, for those who understand that, this time, if you was popping like that on MySpace, it's the equivalent to having the biggest TikTok record. You get what I'm saying? Maybe even more so because it wasn't. It was just MySpace. Now you got all type of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So then that's how Ice Cream Paint Job was discovered. I was just at this time, every month I would upload a few songs on my MySpace. My MySpace was bringing a lot of traffic. So whatever I was putting on there, everybody was listening to. Put Ice Cream Paint Job on there. I was dropping a mixtape. It blew up from there. DJ found it from the Bay Area. Shout out to A Man. He blew it up in the clubs and the radio. Literally in probably like a week, one week from when he took it from my MySpace, it was literally the hottest song in the Bay Area. And in California, I had never been out there, never yeah. done no shows. It was people that was from California at PV, and that was the, my only connection to Cali. But, uh, you know, it blew up. It was a, it was, it was the first viral-type situation. After, after, like, the Soldier Boys and stuff like that, that was a viral-type situation. It went viral. On MySpace, it went to radio clubs. It blew up in California, L.A. I started going shows, getting booked out there, and then it blew up worldwide. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah. the story of Ice Cream Paint Job. It came on the heels of a lot of other stuff that I had going on prior to that. You and laid the foundation. Fast. It blew yeah. up fast. Ice Cream Paint Job. Walk That Walk took me a long time to get it to that point where it was big. Maybe like almost two years. Like I had to do the real ground route from that, like door to door, club to club, Dallas to Houston to Austin, the whole state of Texas. Like I'm talking about the the real grind was that ice cream paint job come off the hills of that. Yeah. Out about it, 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 when it went, it went. It was like microwave yeah. instantly. But it that's what success is. It comes off everything before. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you laid the foundation to the it. Foundation, yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you gotta and it, it, it leaped off the foundation of everything else I was doing. And for y'all youngsters out here watching that, okay? See, hold on. Let me say this. Everybody, the way the world perceive it is that 
It was nothing going on, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the road come out with a song called Ice Cream Paint Job, and it blew up. You know, it's a whole, you know, if this was a Netflix series, Ice Cream Paint Job would be the grand finale episode after se- in season six. You know what I'm saying? It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it would it'd be yeah, a way yeah. big lead up to that. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I can best explain it. And for those youngsters out there watching this, okay, Back when it was my space, we were doing coding back in the day. We didn't even know we were doing coding. We oh, copy yeah. and paste and making your backgrounds. There weren't yeah. no social media influencers or social nah. media managers back in that nah, day. You nah. you was you had to do everything. You had to get your top eight. <laughs> you had to have your top eight. I was just talking about top eight. Not top <laughs> People get mad like, serious. why is your top eight, bro? Somebody, oh, top eight was serious, man. Like y'all think that y'all talking about followers now and who you know, <laughs> top eight was for real. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You date your girl. You got to put her above your oh, best friend. Man, then you break up with her. You got to move her out the top eight, bro. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> top eight got me caught up a few times. Man. So I want to talk about a moment, too. You know, you know you're being nominated for the BET Awards. Uh, matter of fact, I was at your party. Oh, for yeah? Your celebration party. Okay. It was uh, downtown. I couldn't even tell you where the spot is, but it was downtown. I remember it either. Yeah. I was there. Uh, I remember a little twist. Little twist, yeah. Little twist, twist is in there. Yeah. Uh, it was dope. I, I was excited. I was like, man, this, this is a dope thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I had three nominations that year. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, so, yeah. so that was dope, man. Then seeing you perform, you know, at the Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my favorite rappers is, you know, Jim Jones. Jim Balling. Jones. Yeah, he was on my set. Yeah. And I thought that I thought it was dope as shit. And was he, like, sitting in the audience? He yeah, just started. Yeah, he came out the audience. He came. Yeah, I had Snoop Dogg, Nipsey, and Jim Jones on that set, you know, uh, we performed on BET Awards, and Jim Jones came out. I didn't. What's crazy about that is I, that wasn't even in the rehearsal. I remember being on stage looking for Jim Jones, like where he at? You know, so they <laughs> they figured they did something else, you know, uh, and they put that in there like last minute. He came out the audience and performed, but it was dope. I liked it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong. Were you on a remix to "I Hit It First? <laughs> yeah, I was. Because right I thought that. <laughs> That's Honestly, I, that is I the. Just, I, I forgot all about that record, but yeah, I was on that official remix with uh. See, Ray J, man, and Ray J's was homie because we was on the same label. We was on E One, aka. Well, at the time it was Koch, then it went to E One. Now it's uh Monarch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And we was on the same label, and Ray J had just did a hook for me on my Get Big album, which was my second album, my sophomore album. He did. We did a song called Breakfast in Bed, female record. You know what I'm saying? And then he he had hit me when he did that record. The I hit it first record. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? Give me that favor back. Throw a verse on here. And, uh, yeah, I did that verse for uh, for Ray J. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the most savage. <laughs> best song of all time. I love that song for some reason. I don't know why, but. I told Ray J. I was like, bro, you know, I ain't trying to get in your Kanye and Kanye, Kanye and Kim beat. Listen, I'm going to this. <laughs> We label mates. You did a hook for me. I'm gonna do a verse for you, bro. Like, but I'm gonna come on there my own kind of way and talk about my own, you know what I'm saying? Like situation. I wasn't gonna add fuel to what the song was yeah, yeah. really about, you know. Did you get any, you know, heat from that? Uh, that song had got a lot of heat at that time. It got a lot of heat yeah. just because of what it was. But no, nah, I didn't get no heat with it because the way I approached my verse, like you know, when you hear my verse, you know, I ain't. I'm just talking about my own situation. Yeah. It ain't add on to that. So when people heard that, I didn't catch that flag. But the song was, it was a big talking point at that time. Like, I low-key didn't really want to be on that song. 
But I owed him a favor, you know what I'm saying? And that's the he pulled that card when he pulled it, you know what I'm saying? And so I did. It was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got to do what I got to yeah, do. Because yeah, yeah. they said, like, there was a bunch of people didn't want to touch that. Like, the original. It was a lot of people that didn't want to touch it, and it was a lot of people that did want to touch it because of that topic. You know what I'm saying? You know how that go. It was it was a hot topic at the time. And, you know, uh, Ray J was hot at the time, and, you know, he, he, he was just doing what he normally do. But uh, it was a funny type situation. It really wasn't that serious to me. I was It was comical, so it was easy for me to just hop on it and do what I did on it. Man, I've met Ray J maybe like once or twice. I don't remember back in the day it was Club Wish. Club Wish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I Shout remember. out to Sam, man. Shout out to Sam. Uh, he, yeah, that was his club. Sam, we he just booked me for something that's coming up, and we were talking about Wish maybe like a month ago. Yeah. That man, was the spot. That was remember, the spot at the time. Man, I met so many people back in the day at Wish. I remember him. Oh, yeah, Wish, yo. Yeah. Marion. Everybody uh, came to Wish. Yeah. Because we used to go, you know, it used to be Wish. Then on Wednesdays, it was Candle Room. You know, we used to go up in there. Yeah. I tell you. Candle room still go up on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, it's still pop. Tell you a funny story, right? This is my dog now, so I I can tell this story now. So there was a a chick I was cool with, you know, whatever. She was having a little birthday party. And, uh, you know, candle room was very selective. Who they let come up in there? They don't let just anybody in candle room. So she had to come, like, hey, come get me from the door. Yeah. So, you know, she's holding my hand, walking me up. I see some dude kind of, like, snatch her arm. And I was about to turn around, I was like, yo, is this my moment? Should I be, should I be bossing? I turn around, I was like, hey, yo. Then I look up, it's, it's me and Kuda, it's Sean Marion, J.R. Smith, Al Harrington, <laughs> Al, Al I was like, you know what? I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to like, oh, what's up? <laughs> Yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Jr. with him. I was like, nah, yeah, bro. That was. I think Sean liked it. That spot. I seen Sean at Counter Room a few times. You know, that's that's the homie. He was. Uh, yeah, that's when that's when they was balling too. Like the Mavericks was, was was coming up into that championship. That might have been that same year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the championship. Yeah, year, matter of yeah, fact, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I used to see Sean everywhere that year. But they was balling, so you know, uh, it was it was warranted for sure. Man, speaking speaking of the Mavericks, I definitely been wanting to talk to you about this. I loved how they had you introduce the season. I thought that was the most yeah yeah dope thing ever. I was like, uh, he's like, you know, sometimes we just need a new paint job, you know, to introduce yeah. the new jerseys. I was like, man, I was like, this is player that had me hyped, bro. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I ain't even a player. I feel like I go out there and score a triple double, knowing yeah. I can't. But yeah, that's what yeah. it made me feel like. That, that was fun doing that, man. We had actually did it for the playoffs last year before the season, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, at the end of the season, we went from four seed to dropping all up, yeah, and even making it. So we was just like, man, we're going to hold it. The Mavericks like, they want to hold it to the top of the season. And, and we did that, you know. Uh, and we're going to come back with it for this playoffs, too. So, you know. I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, sure. I'm hyped. Kyrie balling. Kyrie balling. Kyrie balling. Last five right game, he almost averaging plus 35. You know, he didn't, I think he went 43 games. Yeah, he's almost like 43. It's like 38. I think it was like 38 points, 40-something. Almost yeah, 40 like, points he, a game. He almost averaging 40, which is wild. You know what I'm saying? But, now nah, I love Kyrie. He's actually one of my favorite players all the time, man. Like, I love, you know, I was a point guard, so I really understand his game. I love seeing his game. He, he, he you know what I'm saying, just on some real true ball to ball. Like, he, he really got a beautiful point guard game. And I don't think – Nobody has ever came in the game with that, you know, since Allen Iverson, and I even take it a step. He got a different type of game. So yeah. I'm glad he right here in the city. Man, you know, speaking on that, too, everyone was like, oh, y'all, you can't have him and Luka playing next to each other. Man. Bro, if you look at other teams Kyrie's been on. Yeah, it's always been a superstar. It's always been a superstar. Yeah. I think even with 
if I, I I could correct me if I'm wrong, but when he played in Brooklyn, at times James Harden was the ball ball handler, mm-hmm. and Cor- and Kyrie worked off ball. Yeah, people yeah. don't think he can well, work see, that, off that's, ball. That's the special thing about Kyrie. He you can literally argue, and I mean you really ain't an argument. He the greatest ball handler of all time. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, of all time. You get what I'm saying? And he can play the two very well. Like, he don't have to have the ball. And that's a special point guard, you know, uh, that can do that. You know, Allen Iverson was the same way. Iverson it was a point guard, but he was a two guard. He was a two guard, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, that's that's actually my favorite thing about uh, Kyrie Irving because that's deadly. When you got somebody that can handle the ball like that, that's just a true point guard in the essence. But that that's a shooter as well. They can play that too. One of the greatest finishers ever. You can't stop nothing like that. That is a whole different type of character. You've only seen that a few times in the NBA of all, in any team, any era. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's actually my favorite thing about Kyrie is that he can play off the ball. He don't have to come up to bring it up the court. Man, they said uh, Kobe used to say that, thank God that Allen Iverson wasn't taller. Oh, yeah, I said the same oh, thing about Kyrie. Same. Thank God he ain't like six you better uh, thank was, God he ain't six foot five because that dude would, would be, be it would be over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he will single handedly take. You can't stop a Kyrie Irving. He ain't really never been stopped. It's just you know you need you you lucky it's four other people. You can't win a game by yourself. So even him putting up forty, you know what I'm saying? You got to have somebody else. But uh, that's why the Mavs in a good in a good spot because Luca is another special type player. He he ain't he is his own his own prototype. You know, ar- archetype. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's no, it's nobody like Luca, and it's nobody like Kyrie. Kyrie, and you got those two, and they done start gelling and building that chemistry. You know, and they and, and they they're in, they're in a space where they love to play. It's the first time Kyrie has really vocally spoke on being in the place where he loved to play it and be at, and he at the top of his game. Man, like he he loves it here. He loved that culture. It's all about the culture. You know what I'm saying? You know, since we own the Mavericks, you know, let's stay on the Mavericks for a little bit, you know, because I felt such Mavericks heavy. That, that's my team. Yeah. So we saw today uh, Siakam got traded to yeah, the Pacers. He went to Pacers, yeah. I saw that. Man, I, I really. I wish we would have got him now. I thought that, that would have yeah. been the X factor. Like, I really think that he, that's the X factor that, fact, that's the X factor that we need when it comes to the Mavericks and what we need to. Yeah. I mean, I still think we're going to be great without him, but, you know, I wanted to see him come to the Mavericks. So, speaking on that, and that's, that's my next question, you know, since we we weren't able to get Siakam, what player you think right now, in your opinion, if Mavericks made a trade for a realistic trade that, yo, this would set us up to the next level? Uh, in that same spot? That, that we, same kind of spot position? Uh, like a, a, a Aiden? Uh, like something like that, like... Uh, you need like a Aiden or Siakam. You need you. That's what we missing. We it's not or or uh, what's the dude for the uh, Milwaukee? What's the dude? Uh, Middleton. Middleton. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know what I'm saying? It's either one of those is what we need right there. I, those are the top three that come to my head. So here's a few names of Aiden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know Siakam uh, and and uh, Middleton is the first three. Because you got Kyrie and Luka. Yeah. You got to understand, them two best players in the NBA, I mean, at any given night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you surrounded that. You need that little middle X factor that's going to come, do all the grab the boards, play aggressive, get blocks, just that middle part that can score, do everything. That that would be the top three I would name. Man, so they've been throwing some names out there. Uh, one of the names is getting Dodo back. From, oh, yeah, from the for Nets. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so, I, you know what? He was one of my favorite players that we lost. 
Uh, that's not the same thing as this X Factor, but he definitely would enhance us for yeah. sure. So that's one name, PJ Washington. PJ Washington, y'all forgot about PJ. As long as Brittany Renner ain't coming with him, we cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he will fit in with the Mavericks. Um, what's his name? Jeremiah Grant. He will fit the, in. And the Blazers. Uh, who was another name they threw out there? Uh, uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. So he almost came to the Mavs. The rumor was. Yeah, he did. He almost agreed, but then he backed out and decided to go to Chicago. Boy, you have Drummond and Lively together. Who's stopping that paint? Ain't, ain't nobody stopping that paint. <laughs> Drummond, all those will work, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I still think those those three that I named would, would be, you know, the X factor. But Drummond, like, I like Drummond. I like I like him. Uh, P.J. Washington would definitely fit with the Mavericks. I don't think he would be much as an X factor as an Andre Drummond would. Yeah. But, uh, and, and, you know, yeah. Because I feel like after this season – Dallas is going to be a premier destination. Kyrie Luka, no state tax. Now we got new owners that got deep pockets. So it's like, fuck it, you know, we, we going to spend. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I I think it'll be a premier destination in the offseason, all right? So we talked about ice cream paint job, you know, all the things, you know, you've done. Let's talk about what you're doing right now. Man, I don't know where to start. Uh, Cause I heard a rumor about a couple of things. Like, I'm, I'm gonna ask you in a second. See, if, see what you can tell me, what you can't tell me. I heard yeah, a little yeah. something, something. So. It'll be some stuff I can tell you. It'll be some stuff I can't tell you. But well, it's, let's it's, talk about the stuff you can tell me, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a big year for me for a lot of different reasons, man. A lot of different reasons. A lot of different reasons. It's a big year for me. Uh, I'm gonna start off by always speaking on the music because you know that's 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 where I started. It's gonna the music gonna always be my core. I like Star uh, Baby, by the way. I appreciate it, man. You know that was 2023 project, something that I needed to do to be able to do what I'm about to do. You know, uh, Star Baby one. I'm getting ready to drop Star Baby two this year. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm actually working on three projects this year, and I and I plan to drop out three of them this year. So from a music standpoint, it'll be a, a time where Musically, I go crazy with it, which is what, you know, the people definitely want. First and foremost, uh, from a business aspect, it's a lot of business ventures uh, that's going on right now. This year is the 15th anniversary for my first album, The Road Music and Ice Cream Paint Job. You know what I'm saying? This is the 15th anniversary. That's so, already 15, bro? Yeah, it's already 15, you know. You know we getting saying? old, bro. It felt like we just did the 10-year, but, you know, uh, I, I I look at it as a blessing because most stuff don't stick around that long. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Most most artists don't. Most projects don't. Most songs don't. Uh, and it's only, it's only appreciating. You know what I'm saying? It's only getting bigger. It's only growing. Uh and real quick, before you go, shout out to my boy Jules. He's one of the owners of Literally Correct. He told me to tell you what's up. He was a Q dog, and so they used to step to ice oh, yeah. cream paint jobs. Yeah, so yeah. Q dog showed a lot of love, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I I really wasn't big on frats and stuff in college, even though I had people around me, brothers and stuff that was that. But the Q dogs, I shouted them out in that song. You know, I say uh, primetime click. What I say? Um, some some Q dog. I can't even think. Of it right now. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I can't. I never really can remember the lyrics unless I'm performing it. You know, like, Lil Wayne does that too. Yeah, yeah. It's just like and when I'm performing it, I don't forget the lyrics, but I can't think of them without <laughs> performing it. But anyway, I shout out the Q Dogs, and I remember them going crazy. Uh, we had a couple of them in the actual video. They was at I was at PV. They was going crazy with it at PV. Really, all HBCUs across the world at that time. 
Uh, so yeah, shout out to the Qs. You know, my my I got a big brother that was a Q, so that kind of you know helped me put that line in yeah. that song. Plus, at that time, PV, I knew a lot of Qs at at that time, and they was probably one of the most active fraternities at PV. And it was just like you know, well they they was already showing me a lot of love before that song. At they party, they would play my music. Yeah, they yeah. On some of the big parties at PV, so you know I showed them some love back by shutting them out. So let's let's pause real quick before you talk about you know what you're about to talk about. I want you to explain to the average person that doesn't understand how big PV versus yeah. Grambling Weekend is. Uh, sh- talk to them about that. The importance of that. About the culture for real, like. You know, HBCU culture is big everywhere, but in Texas, Texas, Louisiana, Latex, it's PV and Gremlin. Like, uh, PV in general, now and then, even then, especially, you, you, we was like the the Motown of this whole Texas culture. Like, if you was able to get your music popping at PV, you was for the blow up nationwide. You get what I'm saying? It was, it was, it's a culture, you know what I'm saying? That's the only way I could put it. it it's just, and Grand Prairie View weekend has been a classic week even before I went there. It's just something that keeps getting bigger and bigger. The football game is big. It was something that Grambling would always beat up on PV, but over the last few years, PV been winning lately. The battle of the bands is the biggest thing. Yeah, you know, for PV sure. was always holding those down, both Grambling and Prairie View, uh, and, and a lot of the high schools in the surrounding area, even the ones that, you know, the one I went to, Lancaster, shout out to Lancaster, shout out to Sock, shout out to DeSoto, Carter, all those be involved in these things that's around this same weekend. So it's really just Dallas culture, you know, coming coming together for a weekend, and you can really see in one weekend what, what, what the city kind of – what the city stands for, what it's about. You can come in and really experience the real culture. I had one of my homies come from L.A. this year, this past year, and uh, you know, we we did something with K one hundred four ninety seven nine out on the field. Uh, my homie uh, J Rock, shout out to J Rock, shout out to Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle in this camp that came from L A. You know, uh, he was Nipsey Hussle bodyguard, but he a homie of mine, and he came out and experienced it for the first time. And every time I talk to him now, he he tell me about how much that weekend impacted him. Like he really saw the culture. He really felt like he was in Texas. He really felt like he was in the South. He really seen HBCU culture. They don't really have that out on the West Coast like that. So, uh, it was, yeah, it's, it's just a big thing. Man, I mean, like, I've, I've always really wanted to go experience it because when I was younger, you know, I'm a South Dallas kid. I, I grew up in South Dallas. Lived so not you, far. Went to, you went to Lincoln? No, I didn't go to – I moved. My parents, they, they moved on up. They, oh, they, yeah. They, they took us to the suburbs. Uh, because they wanted us out of it, you know. What school you end up going to? I went to Allen. Oh, you went to Allen. I graduated okay. from Allen. Okay. Play ball, balling. You know, it was yeah, that's called a big it. school, man. The man. Big school. They keep expanding oh, their school. They ain't gonna ever build another school. But anyways, yeah, Allen, Allen is a special place for sure. It is. So you know, they moved us out there. So I, I lived off. You know, they Dixon Circle. I lived at Dixon Circle. That's where I came from. Like I'm literally, if I walked, I'm about ten minute walk from Fair Park. So as a kid going, you know. There was a lot of issues back in the day at Fair Park. There was a lot of shootings and stuff like that. Mm. Every time yeah. I, I tried to go one year, shootings, like, you know, you couldn't. I, so I've ne- always been afraid. I don't want to say afraid. I just like, nah, I don't want to go and some shit pop off. Like, I even dated a girl that went to Gremlin at one point. I was like, you can go. But I'm not going to go because I have no affiliation. Like, I feel out of place because I don't know who to root for. Like, I... I didn't went to neither school. I didn't go to neither school, so like I I, I couldn't root for that. But 
everyone say, man, it, it's it's an amazing thing. And it's just, but I just remember as a kid growing up, you never went to the fair on Texas OU weekend or Grambling PV weekend because yeah, at, at one point it was it was always a lot of problems. I mean, the fair was problems regardless when you yeah. went at one point. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it, on that Monday if if you know all the schools that had them them same off days. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, it was yeah, a, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, it was <laughs> it was some tussles. It was a war zone for sure. It was a war zone. It was a fun but dangerous time. You know, uh, I think they got a lot of it regulated now, but. You know, the the, the Fridays was a big day. It was something we talked about at school. It was something to be prepared for. It was something that we should have been looking at more just to have fun. But it, <laughs> but was, it was for other reasons. Like, hey, bro, if facts. I see you on this weekend, bro, out there. Yeah, that, that was on site day. It was on site day, bro. All right. We standing on business on that day. All right. So we talked about, you said, 15-year anniversary of Ice Cream Paint Job. Yeah. So what's coming with this 15-year anniversary? Uh, so the first thing that I am going to speak on is, uh, something very special to me. You know, uh, I mean, people who've been following me for however long they've been following me know that, you know, I'm an avid marijuana smoker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite vices, you know, when it, when it comes down, I don't even look at it. Advice, it ain't even a vice. Exactly. It's from the earth, as, as Cat Williams say. <laughs> I'm going to take that back because it ain't a vice, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a herbal Herbal treatment, you feel me? Like it's 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 a it's a herb. You know what I'm saying? You're saying like my it's mama. My mama was a holy roller. Okay, holy roller. <laughs> Jesus, thou art come from heaven type of woman. She takes CBD patches, yeah. CBD pills. I'm like oh, yeah. so the weed good now, mama? Huh? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. I ain't, I ain't a heathen now. Yeah, for nah. like it, yeah. So so yeah. With that being said, you know, uh, over the years, I I, I have always wanted to. And it, and it kind of been working on putting together my own strain. Okay. You know I mean? A tree, you know, and uh, it's a big thing to me because I, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I've lived, a, a, of course I'm from Texas, but I lived a lot in California. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm real familiar with the, the culture of it, you know, yeah, yeah. walking into a the store or a dispensary and just buying the tree and you ain't got to worry about stuff, you know, the black market, the streets, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I grew up on that, and I ain't never had no problems with it. But at the end of the day, it's a different type of time now. It's a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Fitting on and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, stuff going yeah. on tree. It's nothing like I having, don't get that either, bro. It, it's nothing like having the feeling of being able to just go in the store and just buy, it and you know it's gonna be a one, and you ain't got to worry about stuff you might have to worry about getting off the street. So one of my things that I did this year was come out with my own strain, you know, for that reason, but also because I love smoking, also. You know, I love good grades of, of tree, you know what I'm saying? And uh I actually I actually collab what you know, a team, you know what I'm saying? Uh I got a nice partner, a nice, nice company and we, we actually collab and grown our own strain and, and it's for the drop. And since this the fifteenth year of the ice ice cream paint job, that's what I'm actually for the get y'all in the weed world, you know what I'm saying? A strain called ice cream paint job. And that's the actual strain that you know that me and my team has put together, so that's the first thing that I'm doing, and it's a big deal because the the tree is loud, like it ain't, and this ain't no no white label. This ain't like <laughs> you took a strain that was already existed, and then I just Ask call, stuff. Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just label relabeling and calling it this. Nah, this is actually something we done grown and we put together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, 
and it's a real thing, and it, and it's a big big thing. And uh, I want to shout out the Rogue Shop, man. Y'all go to rogueshop.com, man, for one. And, and I want y'all to go on there and, and try out all the other stuff because I ain't dropped mine yet. My, it's fit to <laughs> drop. It's on the way, and, and it'll be here soon. But I want y'all to know the type of quality that is that it's going to be by, you know, going to rogueshop.com, just getting some of that tree out there, smoking that, experiencing that, and you're going to know – what type of quality and what level, you know, the ice cream paint job strain about to be on. So it's only right that I kick it off my fifteen year my fifteen year anniversary with something that I love to do. And, you know, nothing better than doing this with the weed, man. Shout out to Road Shop. And I'm I'm really excited about it. Man, I'm gonna go to the store and let me let me get that ice cream paint job once yeah, yeah. See, you see how they roll off your tongue yeah. to get that ice cream paint job. Anybody who know anything about walking the dispensary in the street, the catches names always win the people who ain't really smokers. But the thing about mine is the real smokers gonna try it out for a number of different reasons. Name, but they're gonna test it out. And it's real quality. Is is you know what I'm saying? It is real gas. You know what I'm talking about? So it, you know, you're going to stay. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna, it's going to stick. It's not something, like I say, I ain't white labeling. It's just something we put together and I'm excited about. And uh, it, it's for the drop real soon. You know what you should do? On the packaging, put a little scan code on the back where it plays uh, ice cream paint jar. Right, it's other stuff that's coming with this. I ain't even telling y'all the marketing <laughs> side of it. But I do want y'all to know it's, it's a... Um, you know, this is Texas... This is, this is a Texas homegrown company, man. Shout out... Like I say to 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 my team, Rogue Shot man, uh, it's important to know that because everything I do is to my roots. Like I don't step out and do nothing. I, I can't tell y'all if I was to sit up here and, and tell y'all out of deals that I literally turned down and have turned down just because it just wasn't my brand. Yeah, and, and, and it just I couldn't truly sell it and and truly talk about it in an authentic way because it ain't who I was in these big checks. You know, I've turned down, you know, I've turned down big beer deals and Budweiser's and all type of stuff that I've came across because I just don't drink beer. Yeah, and I yeah. can't even sell it. I even tried to drink beer <laughs> to get these deals and try and be like, oh, let me like, nah, probably get into it, but I just can't. So I'm saying that to say that, like, you know, everything that's, that's uh, attached to this situation with the ice cream paint job strain and the company and road shot, man, and it all coming down to it being... A, a, a Texas homegrown company, and you know uh, we everywhere. You, you know what I'm saying, but the roots come back to me, and it makes sense. So all that stuff matters to me with who I am. You know what I'm saying, as an artist, as a person, as a as a business man, all that. You know, everything got to be real for me to really, uh, you know, stand on it. And that's another thing I like about it. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, so for those of y'all who are you know regulars of Ray Ray's podcast, it's your first time. <laughs> Listening or watching, we got this segment here. It's called Slow Down. We just want to get to know you. It's where we kind of ask you some random questions off the rip. And we don't know where we're going to go. We're going to take a journey. We're going to get there. I don't, I don't know where we're going, but we're going to get somewhere after this. Real quick, I'll let you know that Slow Down is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. That is the lyric trivia card game. You think you know your 90s, 2000s hip hop R&B? You think you know the 80s? You think they know this? You think you know that 90s R&B like Jody C and them and like the old school gospel? All the different copies they got. Go to lyricallycorrect.com, put in that promo code RayRay23, get your 20% off, and you'll have a good time with your family. 
So before we jump off this lyrically cor- correct, I want you to again shout out all your social media handles where you want people to follow you, find all the stuff you're working on. Shout out that for your boy. Uh, I mean, my main social media list is Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, Twitter and, and YouTube is Darrell Music. Instagram, you can put in Darrell Music too; it's gonna pop up. But it's six three the handle S I X three. Uh, and them the main ones I be on. I'm on everything else too, but I ain't gonna. Yeah, sit up here and yeah. tell y'all, hey, hit me up on there because I ain't really going to see it. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Twitter and uh, Instagram is the ones I use. All right, let's, let's jump this off like this. Hey, what makes you feel like your best self? My best self? Yeah. What makes me feel like my best self? Yeah. Uh, Just when I'm, you know, I, I mean, I'm always feeling like my best self, but especially when I'm in my healthy routines and, you know, I'm – Discipline myself, and I'm and I'm focused when I when I when I got a goal in mind and it's ahead of me and I'm my and I'm trying to reach that goal. You know that's when I'm at my best self because I put it out in front of me and I do everything that I need to do to get to that. So in the process of that, I'm definitely the best version of myself. Yeah, if you could go back and give any advice to your younger self, what advice would you give to your younger self? To stay in it and keep doing what I was doing, you know what I'm saying. Uh, my younger self, I, the the stuff I'm doing now is the stuff that I wanted to do as my younger self. So I really wouldn't tell myself to do nothing different other than to not <laughs> stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay on that same course. All right. So I I know you know as people we we seek people for advice sometimes. Sometimes people don't give us the best advice. What is the worst advice you have? Ever received the worst advice? Uh, damn, that's a good one. The worst advice I probably ever received was to play by the rules one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and like follow different blueprints because that's not how it go. You you gotta you gotta balance yourself and you gotta play. You gotta do. You gotta create your own blueprint. It's no way, certain way, you can do anything to get to where you're trying to go. Like that might work for one person. People try and give you push that blueprint out, but you gotta find your own way. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta be confident in the in the whole road. And you gotta put two feet in, and you gotta accept the the L's as learning experiences and take out the W's and enjoy them. Man, what's something people misunderstand about you? So a lot. Uh, but I would probably say that I think people misunderstand that, like, because I'm a rapper. Like, the rap, no matter what, the first thing that people hear first is I'm a rapper, and then they got this image that comes in their head. And I am that, but I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? So I think that the thing that people misunderstand is that I'm way more than just a rapper. Man, that's kind of deep right there. All right. So say for instance I'm a movie producer Ray The movie producer I want to make The ice cream paint job movie The DeRoe story yeah. Who do you want to play as you In the movie Who I want to play as me Yeah Oh uh, Who Is a good ass actor Uh It had to be <sighs> See I, it, the, the hard part is Ain't nobody gonna be able to talk like me you know what I'm saying? Unless you get somebody from here, and I, I don't know any actors from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing I can think of is Jonathan Majors from here. 
Nah, nah. He, from he's, he, he from here? Yeah, he from Duncanville. I did not know that. Yeah, he, yeah, he from out I here. I did not know that. He don't got the... Duncanville, the soda one of them, he from out here. I don't hear it, but I can, you know, but if somebody had to act, maybe he could, all right, younger version, I'd probably have to, um, you know who be changing their accent, who learn it, and I doubt he'll ever be able to do mine, <laughs> <laughs> is the, uh, what's the, what's the little England dude? The, uh, he just have a... Nah, 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 but he's in that same category. Oh, you talking about the dude from Snowfall? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> he did the little Southern bro. I forgot his name. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lori Harvey dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he he changed his accents. He'll learn. He'll try. He, he You can't really pinpoint it, so that's the first thing. But anybody, you know, if they do a good job, I don't care who do it. Loans a story, I care about the script. I, I care about loans a story told right. Yeah, and then loans is a good actor. All right, so it could be one of your songs or any song. What song would you say best describes you? It could be one of my songs or any song. Yeah, or any song. Uh, dang, it's one I'm working on right now <laughs> because it's about you know it's more personal. Uh, bro. You, that's a hard question because I listen to, to so much of myself and I listen to other stuff too. I ain't never heard nothing else outwardly that I was like could describe me. You'll probably have to come back to that one. Like <laughs> the new music that's coming out is that's the you know what I'm saying? I can't pick even a song of mine that would describe me the most. All right. So what if you could display, you know, those planes that be having like those words and stuff? Like 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 the, 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 the what's it called? Uh, shit, I can't think of the word. The banners they have the banners in the sky. Okay, uh, with the planes flying. So up. what if you could display? If you could display one sentence in the sky, what would it say? Oh, uh, just to pass by. Yeah, like right now in this moment. Yeah. Star baby, the album out now. <laughs> go, <laughs> go stream it. Like everything gonna come back to me about the music first. Like that's. Uh, I, I can't see why I wouldn't promote my music. Yeah. If, if somebody came like, hey, we finna give you a free battle, we finna fly across the sky, the first thing that's gonna come up is my current music, whatever's current right now. So if it's a new album that I'm dropping a month later, and we in that month, that's what it's gonna be. That's gonna always be the answer. Uh, anything else, you know, I wouldn't put, I mean, the only stuff that's more important than that is like my family. I wouldn't put them on no banner or none of that. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the weirdest conspiracy theory you ever believed? The weirdest that I ever believed? Conspiracy theories you ever believed? I mean, if I believe it, then it ain't no theory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, dang. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, that can go real deep. Like, cons what what's considered a conspiracy theory? Because if I... It's gonna be my truth if I believe it. So for me, the contradiction part is the when you say believe it. If I believe it, then it ain't no theory, even if it is a theory. So for instance, my perfect example, I actually think Tupac was still alive. That was one of my weirdest conspiracy theories. I, I think it was a time where you know when I was younger, I wanted to believe that. I didn't really think that, but I did want to believe that. Uh, just because I was a Tupac fan for real. Uh, I felt like there was evidence to support that he could still be alive. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was no, a lot. Of, there was I, a lot. I, of, I remember when that was going around, yeah. and, and I can't say that I just truly believed it, but I can't say I truly wanted to believe it. So yeah, I go with that one too. I go with that one. All right, tell me something that you think is true, but nobody else believes you that it's true, or agrees with you on. 
something that I believe is true that nobody else believe is true. Yeah. Oh, uh, that Tupac is a lie. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing with you. Uh, something that I believe is true that don't nobody else believe is true. Uh, that the Mavericks is gonna go to the to the championship. Hey, my man, hey, he's, he done spoke something yeah, up in yeah, here, man. Yeah, yeah I we gonna manifest that, that, that. All right, I, I didn't say we was gonna win, but if we go to the championship. <laughs> We more than likely gonna win, but yeah, we 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 get we gonna get there. All right, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you choose? Three people, dead or alive. Uh, I'm gonna say my shorty. I ain't gonna disclose her name. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, I ain't really. All right, so when it come to fandom, I'm a I'm a big fan of people who do dope stuff but like i ain't never really i used to fan out on sports people like yeah the alan iris and the Deion sanders I, I know i'm a rapper but i always respect the rappers so i can't really pick that so i'm gonna have to go back in history I, i'm gonna have to go back to like a michael jackson you know what i'm saying like because i really want to pick his creative like hit that that you know what? Before I even pick Michael Jackson, I picked like a Prince because he mm. was a real creative. Like he really was behind his creative. So just from a music aspect, nope. Let me take that back. I'm gonna go with Sade. Sade. Happy birthday, Sade. Sade. By the way, Sade just listen, had a birthday. Sade is my favorite artist. You know what I'm saying? And like she got a super enigma about her everything. So that would be worth me doing that. And then on the other artist side, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna just go with artists, so I'm gonna go with Sade and Prince. Cause to me, just from an artistic standpoint, like they on some other shit that yeah. I, ain't, you know, what I'm saying I have something to actually talk about, and with real, you know, yeah, substance and stuff, real yeah. substance, and really be intrigued about to really know. You feel me? So I'm gonna go with them. So he said his shorty, Sade and Prince. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go I, with them three. What was the last thing you Google? Uh, let me go. Let's, let's see right now. Uh, let me go to my. Oh, it was so we were just talking about the Cowboys over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really want to see if I, I don't be knowing how fast they put the schedules out. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I know it come out a little later, but I was, yeah, I was trying to see if we was gonna play. Uh. The well, I I had another conversation earlier about the the homie from the the new draft for Carolina Panthers, uh, you, uh, uh, Bryce Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's a whole another conversation. But anyway, I wanted to see if we was gonna play them again. We played them this year, and then my last when we was just talking about the Cowboys. I googled what they schedule for two different reasons because we were talking about them, and obviously to bring up a point about the playoffs that we was talking about. And I googled the Cowboys twenty twenty four schedule, which I didn't think it would be there, but why not? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Make sure I go watch that. We had a great talk about the Cowboys. Man, listen. Heartbreaking ass Cowboys. We we had a great talk, but you know what I'm saying? We gonna I don't, I don't really want to have no more Cowboy talk for the rest of the <laughs> I to next season. To next I don't season. even want to talk off season Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? I want to get over that. Man, you you spoke about like, you know, how the Texas culture is important for you, all right? Yeah. Give me your top 5 most important people out of Texas to you? People or artists? Just people in general? It can be artists, athletes, uh, your top five people that really they represent. They got to be from Texas or they represent they Texas? They represent Texas. 
I so if I go right now, the you know what I'm saying outside of myself, I'm gonna go with the sports. I'm gonna go with Kyrie Luca. I'm gonna go music. I'm gonna go. Uh, 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 I got dang. See, that's hard when I get into music. Cause yeah, you talking about all the Texas legends, man. You talking about the the Tucks, the Tom, the Pauls, the Slims, the Bum B's. I'm gonna say Bum B. I'll throw him in there because yeah. he at the top of all that. He the he the he the top OG. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you been to Trill Burger yet? I've I've had Trill Burger and 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 actually you know uh, I, I I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk about that but it's it's Trill Burger is a special thing you know what I'm saying and uh, Bomb B is special for a lot of different reasons because I like I like the terminology he brought into the culture he he you know I can call Bomb B right now he gonna pick up you know what I'm saying I got some business fishes and and that's that's going on that I ain't gonna talk about now no. but I was able to hit Bomb B. And, and and get some insight about Trill Burgers, you know. Shout out to Trill Burger and, and get some insight from him. So I'm gonna name them three: Kyrie and Luke, because they putting on right now. Even for though sure. they ain't from Texas, but they in Dallas, and they 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 right now. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna speak on the Cowboys. My heart broke, so I ain't yeah. gonna speak on no Cowboys right now. Shout out to the Texas Rangers as a collective. You know what I'm saying? They they did their thing. Uh, I'm just going to put out the, the Texas legend in one cat in one category. You know, them them my people from Texas right now. So let's break that down. All right, I'm gonna give you a bigger number. Ten. Let's get number ten. Ten. Ten influential Texas music artists to you. Oh, top ten. ten. Okay, and no order. I'm just gonna go off my head. Bombi, Slump the Powell, Big Tuck. Tom Tom, I ain't gonna throw myself in it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm, you in should this, throw yourself in. I, it. I'm gonna throw me in there. That's six. Uh, 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 uh Erica Badu for sure. <sighs> Lil Flip, okay. That's eight, and then I'm gonna go. Different spectrum that's putting on now big influence, and they really from Texas. I'm gonna go post and Travis Scott. Facts, facts to balance it out. Facts. Because I'm gonna give you my 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 personal opinion. You know, Tuck and Tom. You know they 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 said something. You know what I'm saying. You know there was people before Tuck and Tom like Luchis yeah, yeah, and yeah. Pookies, mm-hmm. but Tuck and Tom they took it to one level. You came out mm-hmm. and you took it to another level. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for you, I don't think we would have Yellow Beezies, Trapway Freddies, R.I.P. Mo Threes. A lot of those people, I don't think Young yeah. Nation. Yeah. A lot, a lot of them guys. You kind of brought that eye back to the city of Dallas. They haven't been there in a minute. Yeah. You know, like I said, you know, you know, DSR, Tuck, Tom. They had that big regional. Regional momentum, yeah. I don't, you know, Tom was on 106 and Park with Caprice Classic and stuff, but it didn't hit like well, it, when, when you hit. Up, they was opening up the doors, you know. Yeah. what I'm saying? like you know, they was the, they was the, you know, I'm coming off the shoulders. You get what I'm saying? And like, you know, Caprice music is still one of my favorite songs to this day. Like, if it didn't hit like other records or some of my records did, it was only because it the knowledge wasn't there yet. People wasn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the quality of it, even to this day, it, it's that. You know what I'm talking about? Same with Tuck. You know, uh, same with all these other people I mentioned. But, nah, you're right. 
about everything else you said. We got to get over there. You know, also for me, you know, Freestyle Kings. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my brother I'm, Tight. Shout out Big Tight. Charlie Boy. Oh, man, it's so many people. When you talking about the Swisher House, SUC, DSR movement, it's it that those it, it gets so big. It's like it's a lot of people that play roles in that, and to this day, we all benefiting from that. Okay. Question. What should I have asked you, but I didn't ask? <laughs> what, what you should ask me? I mean, we talked about all the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, introducing them to people who may not know my come up or whatever, and then what's going on right now. I mean, for me right now, it's just about, we in, we in 2024, it's, it's, it's all about the new stuff that's finna happen. You know, the weed stream, uh, the ice cream paint job, weed stream, it's the 15th anniversary of that song in my first self-titled album Duro music you know what i'm saying uh i got three projects on the way for this year you know what i'm saying different from each other from a musical standpoint other business ventures that i ain't gonna speak on yet but when i'm ready i'll come back and we'll talk about it other personal things that are also big to me and probably mean more or just as much as everything else happening in the moment that i ain't gonna speak on yet but I, yeah so it's it's a lot man this is just a lot. It's this is this. My only thing is to tell people to stay tuned because it's a lot to stay tuned for. It ain't even me just capping. You know, it's it's a stay tuned type year. Like this month, something happened, and next month, something happened. Yeah. Oh, shout out to uh, 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 TTOD Bumpy Johnson, man. Shout out to Bumpy Johnson. He got a new single out right now, Star Baby, featuring myself. I did the Star Baby song first in the album, but he was inspired and threw me on the record. And he he got a lot of stuff going crazy right now. He wanted an emerging artist, artist that I want people to pay attention to that's coming out of the DFW. Um, he's from Ennis, Texas, but he represents Dallas, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he got... He got a special situation going on right now. And uh currently that's that's the last record that I put out uh I wanna say about a week ago. So yeah, I'm gonna speak on that. Yeah. So in closing, I like to always ask two questions. First question, if you can give any advice, no matter the subject, what would it be? And secondly, what do you want people to take away from the podcast you did today? Uh no matter what it is, authenticity is the only thing that matters, the only thing I care about. I don't care about, you know, how successful you think you are or want to be. It's all about it being authentically who you are, you know what I'm saying, and what you're trying to bring to that. And that that applies to everything, music, business, just you on some personal ish, you know what I'm saying, uh, sports, whatever it is, authenticity is the main thing, you know what I'm saying. It's the only thing that really matters and what's going to count at the end of the day. Uh, what's the second thing you said? What do you want people to take away from the podcast you did today? Oh, I mean, that message. Like, if you're going to, whatever you're doing, I mean, stay tuned to what I got going on. It's a lot to come. It's a lot coming up. And, you know, I want y'all to be here for the ride. And uh, for yourself, man, you know, to bring to this culture and support. Support what's around. Support the people around you. Support the people that are supporting you. Support the city. You know, I don't know where y'all from, but if we on some Texas or Dallas, it's definitely support that. But if yeah. you ain't, support your people uh, and, and be authentic to it. And that's that's really it. Facts, facts. 
So I appreciate you taking your time out to rock yeah. with us, bro. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah, nah, I'm sure. definitely going to try to sure. check out that strand when it come out. Oh, uh, man. I'll, shout I'll, out, man. Hey, once again, shout out to RogueShop.com. <laughs> y'all go try it out. Hey, go try the tree right now because, like I say, y'all going to get an early dose of what I'm really for to get y'all. And it's for to be even on another level. So, you know, the ice cream paint job strain for the drop. Uh, you know, and, and that's where we're going with it, man. Yeah, shout out to everybody that's behind the movement right now. Uh, and, and I'm going to come back to give y'all more news on yeah. everything that's going on that's connected to this same anniversary and, uh, you know, other stuff. And we'll come back talk more sports again. Nah, for sure. Hopefully it's good. We're going to talk about the Mavericks. We're going to talk about the Mavericks when we yeah. come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. We'll man. do that. Again, thank y'all for watching, tuning in. Make sure y'all like, subscribing, follow Mr. 6-3 here himself on all his social media. Stream all that music still. Go, go get that go get that weed. Get, the, get some of that weed, okay? Smoke that up real quick, all right? So, you know, we started off with positive words. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to end it off with positive words, you know? So rub your hands together like you bird, man. Get your swag on. Tell yourself, I will boss up mentally. I will boss up spiritually. Yeah. I will boss up physically, and I will boss up financially. Invest in yourself. It's your boy Ray, Ray Ray's podcast, The Road Music, Mr. 6-3. We out. Get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, ho, let's get right. Get impaired.